welcome back to another episode of the mom veg podcast can i just say happy fucking new year like we are in 2024 it is the year for us okay it is time for us to fill our cup of love self-love self-reflection positive thinking intentional living like we are going to infuse our lives this year betches so grab your favorite drink find a cozy spot let's dive into the goodness that awaits for us because i really feel great for this new year i have the best energy i feel like i'm surrounded by light i just feel so freaking good 2023 sucked balls like it sucked 2023 was not a good year for me i was in the hospital like every other weekend i was so stressed out being a new mom i feel like i was not myself at all but it was probably the best year for myself personally when it came to like developmentally growing as a new mom like i really really believe that when you become a mom it's like a whole nother dimension and you start from scratch like you do not just have a baby and then poof you're good like you really have to like do deep reflection to really like truly embark on this new journey and it's not easy so 2024 we're gonna plunge deep into the waters of intentional living because we need to revolutionize how we live we need to wake up and have intention we need to really 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 just trust our gut and do the damn thing speaking of gut if you have ever battled with bloating mom bitches i got our answer you know the struggle array a r r a e the best game changer and it actually clinically shown to reduce your bloating by a whopping 86%. It actually works. Like I can now eat and not have a stomach ache. I have immediate relief. I believe it offers long-term benefits for your digestive system too. Like all of the ingredients are extremely clean. Your gut will thank you. You have to try it. Go to array.com, try it. Like you will thank me. Anyways. I want to refocus on intentional living, especially in the context of being a mindful mom bitch. We need to emphasize the importance of being intentional with our time and energy. So I have the top 10 ways we can practice intentional living. Here we go. Number one, mindful planning wink self promo use a planner to organize your tasks and set priorities mom betches the mom betch journal is live on amazon it's been published i am so freaking excited like this journal is so near and dear to my heart because i actually wrote this and built this journal based on how I healed myself after having a very difficult postpartum journey. So it honestly, for me, gave me the balance between organization, having a positive mindset, and most importantly, 
being aware of the triggers and how I can use that to balance and contribute to having a more intentional and fulfilling day. So I've created the entire MomVeg method and the method advocates for the use of planning to enhance the organization and productivity of your life, but also not just having a positive mindset, just to have a positive mindset, like I really want it to contribute to your overall well-being and resilience because life is about resilience. So with this journal, it encourages your awareness of personal triggers because we really do need to better emotionally self-regulate. Like it's just a thing and I feel like we don't talk about it enough. Like we feel like everything has to be perfect. We need to like have everything together and that's honestly just not the case. And if you think you're living in that world, you're really fucking mistaken. Okay, shit sucks. So with that said, my method highlights the need to be adaptive and flexible, especially because we have unexpected events and moments that arise. Like it's just facts. So with that said... Mom Batch Method, the journal is out. And I think one of the biggest takeaways I had using this method myself over the past year is it really advised me against overcommitting. And I started to actually set realistic goals for myself, whether that was like self care activities to prevent burnout, whether it was me like just overall ensuring that I spend my time on my overall well-being. I really did set intentions for myself and improve my relationships with my husband, with my friends. It helped me with problem solving through my own health scares and even just like work-life balance. So I'm so fucking excited to publish this journal. I'm so excited that it's out. And my favorite thing about all of it is it's huge. So it's not like you have this tiny journal that you have to like write small. Like you can actually fucking write in it. It's almost like a workbook minus the work. Add in the fun. So you can find it on Amazon right now. It is Mom Betch Journal and it covers the Mom Betch Method and it's going to help you manage your life and you're going to love it. So I'm super, super, super excited. Anyways, going back to the practice of intentional living, number one, we need some mindful planning. So whatever journal suits your needs, use a planner to organize your tasks and set your priorities. I'm going to get a little corporate on you. I use the daily, weekly, monthly method for setting priorities. What is important today might not be as important as you think it's going to be when something else trumps it. So like we have to be able to adapt and to change what we need to get done today versus what we need to get done this week versus what we need to get done this month. And you aren't able to do that unless you are hand to paper. I'm sorry. I really truly believe hand to paper and taking the time, you take two minutes of your day to set your day up for success. That's not a lot of time to dedicate to that. Like you need to do it. The second, practice gratitude. We're going to start gratitude practice because I really know it creates a positive mindset. And if you have daily gratitude reflections, you're starting to, to be more thankful for what you have. I also think number three, it's going to boil down to having reflective pauses throughout the day. 
But just take moments throughout the day to reflect on your emotions, reflect on your triggers, like reset yourself. Your day can start over at any moment. It doesn't have to be the end of the day. Oh, I just want this day to be over. No, just have the moment be over and learn to refocus and reflect so that you can pick up and start over. Number four, breath awareness. I need breath awareness even right now talking. Like I need to incorporate mindful breaths and breathing exercises so that I can stay grounded. Breath is so important. Like we need to just stop for a fucking second and breathe. Number five, prioritizing my self-care. This is a year for me. I am not going to feel bad being selfish with my time. Like, I need to schedule intentional moments for my self-care activities. I need to use my Skinny Confidential ice roller in the morning. I haven't used it in like three months. What is wrong with me? Like, I need to take the little time to do the little things that make me happy and set me up for success so that I feel good inside. Because if I'm not feeling great, how can I positively show up to work? show up to parenting, show up to all of the things that I need to do if I don't feel good myself. So I'm prioritizing my self-care. Number six, tech-free time. You know what's in? Listening to my podcast. You know what's out? Spending hours scrolling on social media, looking at frivolous videos. Like I am reallocating my time and taking specific periods for screen-free interactions with my family. I do not need to be on my phone and Lakin does not need to watch mom constantly on her phone either. Number seven, setting boundaries. Learn to say no. Set the boundaries for a healthier balance. We, I think it was like a movie. It's like, yes, man. Like, no, it's no the fuck no. It's no, ma'am. 2024 is for no, ma'am. I don't have time for that. Like, set the boundaries. Know your social bucket. Know your cup. Fill it for yourself. Don't fill it for other people. Okay, batch. Number eight, connection rituals. I think you're wondering, what's a connection ritual? It's an intentional connection with your loved ones. Okay, did you hear that? Intentional connection with your loved ones. Pick up the phone. Say hello. Go get lunch. Connect with the people you care about. We need to start realizing we will spend six hours of our day scrolling aimlessly online and not have talked to one person that matters in our lives. Change it. Like our loved ones, that's what's most important in life. We need to start prioritizing. Number nine, goal alignment. Spend the time on the things that matter. Number 10, embrace flexibility. Okay, we need to adapt to change Change is the only constant. There's always going to be unexpected events. We need to embrace it. We need to enjoy the moments. Be in the moment. Don't worry about what might happen. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Like just embrace being alive in that moment in time. Those are the top 10 ways I'm going to practice intentional living. These were just things that were top of mind and things that I wish someone would have had me reflect on last year because I was going through so many medical scares and hopefully I am, you know, healthy to live long and prosperous. But it's like all of these things that I never took the time 
to just jot down or think about or reflect on. And so going into 2024, I wanted to take the time to do that. And hopefully this helps some of you when it comes to like what you want to focus your time on because you don't always have time to figure all this shit out. And it took me a lot of time and money to do it. So why wouldn't I give a little free advice? I got to talk about relationships for a second. I found myself in a situation where trust was broken and closure became necessary. And I think it's really important to talk about because as we move into motherhood or in the middle of motherhood, or maybe you're not a mom at all, but friendships where the energy's off, like it's just not good. And in this situation, it was mainly not even directly due to my friend but I had to really prioritize my well-being and my family's. So when I was talking to someone, they asked me like, how do you approach recognizing when a relationship is like affecting you negatively? And I basically decided like, be the villain in their story. Like understand that it's okay to sometimes be the villain. Like in this case, like I had to accept closure and by doing that i hurt feelings and then i became the villain i'm sure we all have something that's happened to us like that and i've just had to be comfortable becoming the villain in their story and understanding that sometimes it's okay not to be liked by everyone i had to trust myself stay in my lane focus on being a better person but the closure was what was necessary to protect my energy and I just wanted to say that like if you're going through life and you come to a intersection with people that it's okay to accept closure to protect yourself but I'm done with that sub story balancing the demands of work and mom life it's a challenge right so one strategy that has really contributed to my well-being is been dedicating myself a creative workspace. And when I started to do that, I didn't realize, like, did you know that the colors surrounding you actually have impact on your mood? Like, I had no idea there was like an emotional spectrum of colors. So I'm gonna go quick into each color of the rainbow and the research I did on what they mean. Just in case you're looking for a little room to a room. Red symbolizes energy and passion. Orange evokes enthusiasm and creativity. Yellow represents positivity and happiness. Green symbolizes balance and harmony. Blue elicits calmness and focus. Purple conveys luxury and sophistication. Pink represents love and tranquility. Brown symbolizes stability, grounding your emotions. Gray elicits neutrality and balance. So it's almost like a calm ambience. And white represents purity and simplicity. Almost like a clean and serene environment. Like, why is this not something that we're talked to about when we're buying shit? I had no idea colors had that much impact 
I look at a rainbow in a whole new way. I hope this helps you. I can do a whole podcast on colors. Let me know if that's interesting to you. Either way, if you're looking to like redo a room or like create a creative space, think about the colors you're choosing and like what you want that vibe to be. But the one thing when I went back to work was recreate my office space. I chose pink. <laughs> I mean, I guess it represents love and tranquility. But for me, it's like a very soothing atmosphere in my office. Like I just feel very luxurious, very sophisticated. And then I brought in different colors like blues and greens and oranges to kind of give me a little bit more creativity and like pops of like energy. But for me, pink actually is like my jam when it comes to like creating a space that makes me feel calm. But when I was doing it, I realized like it's fucking expensive to decorate your home. So I also have tips if you're on a budget, like redecorate on the cheap, like DIY, you can find anything online. Like if you want to create your own artwork, you can actually find very affordable materials and a video to do so. Like just take the time to do it. Maybe that's your passion project for 2024. Um, thrift store finds haven't done it yet but not only are they budget friendly they're probably unique i just get super scared of like an energy being attached to it and then all of a sudden i have like an aunt marge that i didn't want moving with me um on recycling furniture like giving old furniture a new life with like a fresh coat of paint or creative modifications um there's actually like I think I have like a friend whose mom does this for a living and her furniture is just absolutely gorgeous. I'll have to figure out what her business name is, but like going and just like unrecycling furniture, that's a thing. And like people, whether it's like a small business or something you want to do yourself, like that's a way to redecorate on the cheap. Printable art. Oh my gosh. I think it's called like bigwalldecor.com. You can actually find like really nice printable art that's a lot less expensive than like going and buying a piece of art but also like even on Etsy like you can find downloadable art online and it's like instant and it's really inexpensive you just have to like print it and frame it yourself so those are just some tips and tricks I've even seen like people swap and trade decor which might be really cool to do like if you're like you got a basement full of things that you like used to love that you don't love anymore like maybe your girlfriend does too and you can do a little swapsies as we wrap i just want to put another spotlight on the mom Betch journal i'm so freaking proud of myself i'm an author of my own journal and i really do believe it's a tool that's going to help you kind of shed the expectations and just let you embrace a little bit more freedom to define motherhood on your own terms. The journal has been practiced by me in my real life, and it's just been a really nice holistic approach to my day. So as we wrap up this episode, remember, mom bitches is to be the mom you want to be. So until next time, keep living intentionally, embrace your freedom, and define motherhood on your own terms. Talk to you soon.